Hey everyone, this is Zach at FF Chalupa Batman. This is Triple Play Fantasy Beyond the Analyst. This is episode 16 already. And today we're joined by Julia Papworth. How's it going, Julia? Good. How are you? Great. So just a shameless plug for me real quick. Um, the episode before this, I got to interview Mike Stoyanov, who's an actor, but has a lot of uh, fantasy football enthousi- enthusiasm. So I wanted to get him on. And now we have you on. So you write for the fantasy footballers, um, which is awesome. But then you're We'll call it your your real job or your side hustle, whatever you want to call it. Um, you're a hair you're a hairstylist and you're the department head of hair for SWAT. So yeah. you're, you're you're in Hollywood. So it was great to kind of get you guys back to back. So again, if you haven't seen that episode, go check that out. But happy to have you on the show today, Julia. Thank you for having me. It's exciting. Awesome. So for those of you who haven't tuned in before, like I said, this is episode 16. So go back, watch the other ones, listen to the other ones. But we're gonna get to know Julia beyond the analyst. Uh, plenty of time for all the fun hot takes and uh, sleeper picks and all that later in the offseason. Um, but we just want to focus on and getting to know our analysts out there. So, again, excited to have you, Julia. And I want to kick it off with a, hopefully an, an easy one. But how long have you been a hairstylist? Um, I've been doing hair now for I feel like it's been like 15 years. I've been out here in L.A. for 13 or so. So like I'm from Arizona. So grew up there and did hair there for a couple of years and decided to move out to LA and been here ever since. So yeah, it's been a minute. Uh, that's really cool. And what is it like being like a department head for a major network show? And then you've been on a ton of other shows and movies. If you want to talk about all yeah. those, I don't think people realize how much you've been on. Yeah, I've done, I've done a lot. I've been really, really fortunate. Um, once I started, once I got in the union out here, I've worked pretty much nonstop. So that's amazing. I've been with SWAT. I did the pilot and we just wrapped our fifth season literally two days ago. Um, And that has been absolutely phenomenal. It's a great group of people, a great cast, great crew. Um, Really, really enjoy being over there. Um, Before that, I did Drunk History. I was the hair department head on Drunk History. If anyone's, if you've seen that, it was on Comedy Central. That was one of the most fun jobs I have ever done. Very, very hard, like super period hair, lots of wigs, stuff like that. Um, I also did a season of The League, which was probably my dream job when I got that. I was super stoked to do that for a year. It was just for a year. But, man, that was so much fun. So much fun. And then your your Twitter handle is definitely from there. So you are are a fan of that show. Yeah, I actually was. That was actually my next question was I saw that, <laughs> that you worked in The League. And obviously my Twitter handle is inspired by The League. So yeah. if you don't know what Chulipa Batman is, that is <laughs> not to spoil too much, but that is uh, – what somebody wants to name someone's kid uh, after, <laughs> after a bet, uh, even though this show is several years old now. Um, so what was that like working on the league? We'll, we'll kind of skip ahead. It was great. I, um, like I said, it was only there for a year. The The department head who had that show, she got pregnant and then she had to, you know, take off a year. And I was there, I was it 2013. It was the year it was the year that Mike Evans got drafted because the first episode we did like a fake combine. So we like drove out to Ontario, filmed the fake combine, like Rich Eisen was there and all that. And I remember because Mike Evans was one of the people that was there. And I remember we were on the field and the two girls who did makeup were not interested in football whatsoever. And I was just so into it. And I remember watching him run and catch balls. And I remember being like, this guy is good. This guy's going to be really good. Um, so that was really cool to sort of be around that. And I remember like JJ Watt was on that season. 
And I remember like having to touch his hair up and like he was sitting down. I was standing behind him and I was standing on an apple box, which is like this like step stool thing. And I remember I was still like reaching up because I'm small. I'm like five, two. I'm little. Um, and that was really exciting. I remember like I met Darren Sproles that year. It was just really cool to be around it all. And then the guys were just fantastic too. Like the actors were some of my favorite people. And um, yeah, it was, just, it was, you were always laughing. That's the best thing about being on a comedy. Like I love being on SWAT and I love doing the action stuff. But when you work on a comedy, it's just such a lighter feel when you go to work every day. And that's, that's a really nice thing to have. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. I noticed you've gotten to be on a lot of work with a lot of shows for Comedy Central. So is it kind of those where you kind of build those relationships and like, oh, I know Julia, like I want to bring her onto this project. Yeah, it kind of works like that. It's so much of just kind of like who you know and like one job sort of like leads to the next job because you know the people. Like the producers that I work with on SWAT, I actually met my first union job. I did a show called Legit, which was on FX. Not tons of people watched it, but it was really funny. And so this great stand-up comedian who's one of my best friends, Jim Jeffries. And they that producing group was working on that. And I met them, you know, years ago. And since that, you know, I've been connected to them and and they have done amazing things for me with hiring me. And um yeah, it's been very I've been very fortunate for sure. So that's awesome. And I don't want to sound too ignorant because I don't I don't know all of the the Hollywood behind the scenes, but as a department head, so for hairstyling, I'm assuming you get to maybe manage other hairstylers and you kind of are responsible for making sure everyone's hair has a certain look based on what they want and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. It's funny. Cause I always say that like my job is really like 20% actually doing hair and like 80% like managing. Um, so yeah, I have an amazing team that I work with um, that I hire and you know, you, you go through these meetings for every episode, you figure out what you're doing for looks and blah, blah, blah. It's, it's much more straightforward on a show like SWAT where it's like a network show. People have looks, you don't want to mess it up so that people don't recognize your, your actors and your characters and stuff. And it's just about like managing the day, like scheduling when people are coming in, do you have any changes? You know, I have a stunt double here. I have to match their hair to this guy. So that means we have to do a wig. And so I have to make sure you have enough time to put it on. So it's just, it's, Production is so like logistical and I had a, an assistant director once that I worked with on a movie who said that working on a TV show or a movie is like planning a wedding every day because you have all of these things and you have like a whole plan of how you want your day to go. And, but you have to have like, this is what I do if this screws up. This is what I do if this burns down, you know, you have to have all these other things and, and now I'm planning a wedding. So it's like, okay, yeah, that's exactly what production is. <laughs> plenty of experience now. I know, yeah. It's like, I could totally do this. Yeah, I can do this. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, how long have you been playing fantasy football for? Um, I've been playing fantasy football for, God, like, probably about 15 years. Yeah, okay. 15 years. So about my, the same time you started doing Yeah, that. yeah. My first league was um, with, like, a bunch of guys that I used to bartend with out in Arizona. And I'm still in that. We still have that league. And it's, awesome. it's like everyone, but yeah, like I have my bar back in it and we're all over the, all over the world now. I think there was a guy in freaking like Hungary who drafted last season. Um, and we still do it. We still do it every year. And we still have the same screen names that we had from 15 years ago. <laughs> and it's, it's really cool. I like that about, about fantasy sports that you can stay connected to people that you might not, really speak to it all throughout the whole year. And then you just talk so much shit to them for, you know, 17 weeks 
And it's like nothing has ever changed. It's like you're 25 again. It's kind of cool. That's one of the best parts of fantasy football. That that camaraderie and bringing everyone together. Yeah, it's the best. And then to see how people's lives have changed too. Because it's like when you're sitting there and you're waiting for the draft room to load, like everyone's like, hey, what are you doing? You know, where are you at right now? How many kids do you have? And it's a really cool thing. That's awesome. And now kind of bringing it back to the league slightly on a tangent with Matthew Barry was on there. But then he talks about since he got to be in a, the Avengers and all those wonderful things. Yeah. He's in that league with all the all the Marvel actors, which has to be insane. But have you done any leagues with any of these shows or anybody on the shows? We have a work league. We have a SWAT league, but it's all crew members, I think. Yeah, we didn't let – there was a couple, like, actors who wanted to be in it, and we were like, we're just going to keep it to the crew. So we've had that we – had, we've had it every season. Um, I won it the first year, um, and I think – Made this, I made the semis all the other year, except last year. Last year, I had Derrick Henry, and I was, like, so excited because I've never had Derrick Henry on a team. I never, like, had a pick early enough to get him. And then I was like, great, this is my year. And then he just goes down. So He started off great. Yeah. I know. It was – I had such promise, and then it just went to shit. So, yeah, um, yeah but it, it's fun. It's so fun to, to be able to talk shit with all those guys, too, because it's like all the departments have it, too, like – I think I'm the I'm definitely the only one in hair and makeup who's in it, but we have like a prop guy, a camera guy, an electrician, like a couple of our PAs are in it. So that's really cool too. Right. So there's a lot of pride too from the department of like you get a yeah, yeah, it's super fun. It's super fun. And it's funny too, because the other like it was midway through the season, and I was talking to I was talking to this guy, Neil, who's one of our prop guys, and we were talking about something I don't remember who it was but I said it was one of those players that we have a nickname for on fantasy footballers and I said something about his nickname and he said that guy's nickname too and I was like do you listen to the podcast and he's like yeah I listen to the podcast and I was like okay good <laughs> that's hilarious yeah. uh, I'd love to believe it was Tim, Tim, Tim Patrick with his nickname it's it might have been that's that's one of my name. favorite nicknames the other one is um the what is it the Tony Tony James Jones yeah. One. Oh god, it's so good. It's, it's just, so sad because no offense to, to Tony Jones, but he did almost literally nothing. 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 Great nickname. Yeah. Nothing, yeah. <laughs> the nicknames are great. Yeah. So you got to come in to, to work with the uh, all the footballers T-shirts like the, the Yeah, I need I that. need to get me a, a Muth is loose shirt. Yeah. I need there to get one. <laughs> that'd be hilarious. Then you'll know who actually listens. You're like, okay, I got to I got to yeah, watch exactly. out for that. <laughs> Awesome. So I know fitness is also really important to you. Um, specifically, you're big into CrossFit. So yeah. what was it about CrossFit that, that got you hooked? Um, yeah, I love CrossFit. It's funny because I was not an athlete growing up and um, I am still not the most coordinated human. But um, yeah, I started CrossFit because I just had a, this lady was teaching these classes, these fitness classes, and I had just moved to LA and I didn't really have a lot of friends. And I think when you get older, it's like, unless you're in the same town you grew up in, you kind of don't realize how hard it is to meet people. You don't like, you get past an age, you're like, I don't want to go to bars. I'm not going to go to bars and just meet people, friends, right? And like, you don't really have hobbies once you have a job. Um, And so I just started going to these workout classes she was teaching and she ended up opening a CrossFit and I just started meeting people and I, some of my best friends I met there and like half of my bridal party for my wedding, I met at my CrossFit and it's just such a community and it, it's, you just got people who root for you there, which is really cool. And um, yeah, it's, it's, have you ever done that? Have you ever done CrossFit? What do you do? 
So I've not done CrossFit. So I, I, I've been on a fitness jersey journey for like the last year and a half or so. So I've been doing keto and then working out. But uh, the, the FF Fit Club is all all over on Twitter. All stuff. Not as big anymore, but still on there. Um, but yeah, I've never actually tried tried CrossFit. Just you should do it. It's, it's, it's amazing. And I love like, I always feel like I don't have tons of time, right? Like I'm so spread thin and, uh, from my own choosing. Like there's so many things I love to do. And so if, I know, if I'm going to put my time into something, I want to know that it's valuable. And in CrossFit, like because everything is measurable and you know if you're improving and you know if you're getting better and stuff like that, I think that is, that's one of the things I love the most. Cause you're like, oh, this hour was totally worth it because I know what I did. I know how I got better versus like, you know, reading an us weekly while you're walking on the treadmill, which no, you know, that is good too. Everyone doing their fitness, but like, I was like, okay, well I need more than that. So yeah, yeah I love it. I love it. Good people. Uh, good people. That's awesome. Now, is there any crossover between CrossFit and fantasy football at all? Or um, well, we, we have a gym league. So, um, at my old gym, we have a gym league that I actually got to be the commissioner for this this season, which was super fun. Um, we are actually still waiting for the person who got in last place to do his punishment. Um, there's a workout in CrossFit, like a lot of workouts are named, and this and there's a really hard workout called Fran, which is like barbell thrusters, which you're squatting and pushing up and doing pull ups and stuff. And we all decided that he has to do um, drunk Fran because he was so bad. He was so bad at fantasy football. Um, was he the taco of the league? Yeah, he just wasn't good. And, <laughs> and when he was last afterwards, I remember saying, I was like, Maddie, you're not good at this. He goes, yeah, I'm not. I'm last in pretty much every league I play in. And I was like, okay, you could have told us that early on. We would have helped you a little bit. But, like, I create um, content for fantasy football. Let me, let me help you. No, <laughs> He's like, I don't know what I'm doing. I was like, you should listen to a podcast, buddy. Um, but yeah, we're waiting for him to come back from vacation so we can schedule a time for him to to guzzle some beer and do some pull-ups and see what happens. <laughs> if he doesn't pee, you gotta be shocked. That sounds horrible. Yeah, I know. I know. I will definitely video it for sure. It's gonna be, it'll be good. Perfect. Now, I, I guess now the question that's on everyone's mind after we talk about these, how many leagues are you in? Um, Usually I did like, I would average like three or four. Last year I did a lot. Last year I did... It might have been too many. I think I did like nine last year. Um, okay, that's not too bad. Yeah. And it. the only thing was that was hard was when it was like waivers. Yep. Because like, sort of, yeah, like the night, you know, the day of, I'd be like, okay, so now let's go through each platform. I'd be like, okay, go on my ESPN. Let me get on. Okay, that's taken care of. It. I'll go to this. So that was the only thing about it. And then sometimes it would be hard when you would have the weeks where it was like, you know, people going against each other. And then you're like, oh, I don't you know, I need this guy to win, but I only need him to win by two points because if he wins by more than that, then I'm going to lose in my other. Yeah, there's a fiance. sweet spot. Yeah, yeah. my fiance did not like that. He was like, that's not, uh, you can't root for who you want to root for. So yeah, but no, I, I, I had Debo on one of my teams and my fiance is a massive Niners fan. So he was just really happy that I had, I had him um, so we could cheer for him together. So there you go. I found it's waivers are tough and then setting lineups on Sunday, especially as the, the inactives yeah. come out that can get a little hairy. Yeah, that is hard. And it's like, you kind of have to like, you can't tinker if we want to go back to the league thing. Like once you've set some, if you tinker too much, then you're like, well, did I change this guy? Oh shoot. Did I change it? You just have to like do it, move it and move on. So yep. yeah. Then I, I definitely wanted to cut back this year a little bit in leagues, but it, I mean, it's fun. There's so many yeah. great people out there. You're like, Oh yeah, I'll, I'll do a league with you. <laughs> 
Absolutely. It's just fun. Like we had, we had like the writer's league. That was super fun. And then Scott Fishbowl. Like, I'm not going to say no to that. And yeah, you just, you just do it. It's fun. Yeah, there you go. And now do you have any preferred like formats of leagues or scoring settings? Um, I usually do just a regular, like half point PPR, or regular PPR. I did. Um, there was one league that I was in for one year. It was probably like eight years ago. It was, um, a friend, he had like an old school family league, right? Where it was like, it was not online. It was a guy who had the spreadsheet, the commissioner had the spreadsheet. Like it was all, it was all like that all by hand. And he was like, we rarely have an opening and we had somebody move. Do you want to jump in on it? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, it's, it's a tough format. It takes a lot of people time to get used to it. And so what they did is they, it was not head to head. It was accumulating points and you accumulated points throughout the entire season into the Super Bowl. And I was like, okay. And um, so he was like, when you draft, you have to think about, you know, what teams are going to be going far because once you lose teams and players, you can't accumulate points. And this must have been like, it was like 2013, 14-ish or whatever. And I was like, okay, yeah, I can do this. Um, so I got it on it. I was doing okay. Um, there was a bunch of people in the league from Colorado. So there was like one girl who was a massive Denver fan. So she had like Peyton Manning. She had the whole, whole, uh, Bronco contingents. And I, I had drafted, oh, we had, so we had a defense, but you also had to draft, um, a punt returner, which was weird. Um, and that punt returner could also get you points as a wide receiver or whatever else they did. So I drafted Percy Harvin when that was still a thing. Um, and I had Seattle defense cause it was like Legion of Boom and all that stuff. And we got to the Super Bowl, and that was like the Seattle, uh, Denver Super Bowl. And I was ahead by like a little bit, but she had Peyton and I was like, I'm not gonna like, what am I gonna do? And then they got that safety to start the game. And I was like, ah, yeah, I should be okay. And then Percy Harvin like ran back the touchdown and I won that league that year. And I was never asked back. So (laughs) I won one and they were like, who is this bitch who came over and took over this league? But that was a really fun format. I think anytime that someone like tweaks it, it's, it's, extra fun no that's awesome and hey you went out on top in that league at least i know i love it one and done one and done (laughs) so good they didn't want you back (laughs) that's awesome so that was a lot of like we'll call them the serious questions not that they were that serious some some rapid fire questions if you're game yeah go for it all right so you can add as much context as you want um, or as little whatever whatever you need so is a hot dog a sandwich no no no, I think a sandwich has to be flat. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that feels right. So now you're going to think about it later. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, you want, oh, but then then you're like, is a taco a sandwich? Because a taco's flat. Yeah, no, hot dog is not a sandwich. I say no. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what two animals would you like to switch the sounds that they make? I thought about this and I was like, it would just be really funny if a cow meowed and a cat made a moo sound. I don't know why, but I think it'd be really, really funny because cats would just all of a sudden just be like, moo. And then, you you know, I don't know. I don't know. That's the only thing I was thinking of that came into my head right away when I saw that. No, I think it's <laughs> the size disparity with those sounds, I think would make Yeah, it, something make like that. Funny. I was also thinking like a dolphin noise, but I don't know who I would switch that to because it's like how often are you really hearing dolphins make noise? 
True. Sure, like, but whenever you hear it, it's going to be extremely shrill and annoying. So. <laughs> I know, right? You just pat a dog and they're like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that, that'd also be hilarious. <laughs> Nobody would have dogs then, but <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all if they made that noise. No. <laughs> awesome. If you could travel anywhere in the world, where would you go? Um, where I'm trying to convince my fiance to go for a honeymoon. I want to go to like southern Italy and Greece because I've never been down there. I've been really fortunate. I've traveled a lot in my life and seen some really cool things, but I've never been to like that part of Europe. So I would really like to go there. That's awesome. Well, hopefully, oh, you can yeah. convince him to make it happen. I know. I think so. He's like, "What about Hawaii?" And I'm like, oh, "Hawaii's boring. We've been there." <laughs> you, can do, you can do that after the honeymoon. Yeah. I know, right? I know. You want to go someplace crazy? And so you're in California. It's it's just just a quick plane yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Now, normally I'd ask about celebrities, but since you get to kind of work around so many celebrities, I'm switching up a little bit. Okay. If you could spend a day and hang out with any athlete, even though you had a few athletes, uh, uh-huh. dead or alive, who would it be? Um, I'm not a Patriots fan, but after watching man in the arena too, it would be Tom Brady just because his work ethic. And that's what I would want to be around. I would want to like feel that essence of hard work and, you know, goal setting. He's, he's extraordinary. Like watch Like you've watched man in the arena, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, also, first of all, when they do the voice at the beginning of it, the man in the arena, I always laugh, but um, he's amazing. Like I, I, like I get, I get why he's the greatest and, and to be around someone like that. I mean that, or like Michael George, someone like that to just sort of feel the difference because there's something about those athletes. It's like a different air to them. And like you hear it in all the interviews with people talking about it and, and their work ethic and, and, yeah, that's yeah, Tom Brady, I'd say. Yeah, I think it'd be great after you retire for real, and then you guys can like eat whatever you want as opposed to. Have yes, a yes I would definitely diet. want to eat some meat. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, if I could just have, like, if I was going to do a second one, I would say Larry Fitzgerald because I'm just a huge Cardinals fan and I have so many amazing memories like that center around him. Um, and I just always think that he is an amazing, uh, he's so professional. And like, he's exactly how, you know, young rookies coming into the league should, you know, they should be doing that. They should be handing that, handing the ref the ball, like things like that. You know, that's like the first thing that pops into my head when I think of, of Fitz. So yeah, I miss, I miss seeing him. I miss seeing him on the football field, man. Yeah. He was awesome. He was was really good. Yeah. He was fantastic. He was fantastic for a long time. And I always have a special spot in my heart for, extraordinary players who have never won a championship, like in, in basketball and, you know, NFL, anything. It's like those people could have left whatever team they were on easily to go somewhere and just win a championship. And they chose not to. And I feel like that is a very strong indication of character. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I think as a sports society, we kind of put too much weight on championships where you can still be an amazing athlete and, not win a championship absolutely absolutely what are you who's your team i'm a, for the football i'm a cowboys fan oh i'm so sorry for that <laughs> <laughs> what do you think how do you how are you guys going to do this year what are you thinking are you uh, sad you Murray? uh no i mean i'm a i'm a realistic cowboys fan so i'm not like your normal cowboys fan um so i expect <laughs> us to be mediocre and if we are good then we'll lose in the first round of the playoffs per usual um yeah. but i mean honestly it's 
I don't know. It is what it is. I, I always thought Cooper would get cut this season just based on how they did the contract. I wish yeah. I didn't overpay Zeke, but that was kind of the business back then with Cowboys yeah. and Cowboys love to waste some money. So it is what it is. There's a lot of good young players and like you guys, I'm excited for you guys will and, wide receiver. You'll yeah, just yeah. yeah. Micah Parsons is exciting. So like oh he's great, right? Yeah. So there's some yeah. fun pieces, but I mean I I do not set my expectations high as a Cowboys fan. I liked them a lot more after watching Hard Knocks. Like mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know. I don't know how Zeke's gonna be, but man, he's funny. And that friendship between him and Dak was like such a cute little bromance to see yeah. um, on that show. Yeah. My favorite was the cake guy. You didn't make the team, but that was hilarious. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. That show's so good, and you like really root for people, and it's so sad when they don't make the team, and you're like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> and you already know. You're like, he's probably not going to make it. I know, because you know by like how they set up like the camera time and stuff. That's tough. Yeah. What is it? Except for the Detroit Lions. It'll be a fun <sighs> I don't, I mean, do I need to see more Jared Goff? Do we need to see that as a society? Um, I do yeah. want to see Dan Campbell, though. But see, so you get Dan Campbell, and that's that's worth the. I know. I kind of think that's going to be great. I'm sure they'll edit Jared Goff out very minimally. Get it. <laughs> They're like, and there's a quarterback, and they just yeah. like blur him out. <laughs> I mean, just imagine if we end up, dra- I mean, when this comes out, they'll, the draft will have already happened. But if they end up drafting a uh, quarterback high enough where there's now a QB competition, I mean, I that's great will. QB. I think they're going to have to, right? Isn't that what they're saying? Yeah, if they punt till next year when there's more QBs for 2023. I feel like every team's going to try to do that, though. There's going to be tons of teams that just try to trade out so they can have the picks next season. Yeah, but the Lions really know how to lose. <laughs> they're really good at it. They are really good at it. <laughs> now everyone that's the Lions fans are just like, and I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Oh, I mean. but it's a good thing for 2023. I'm helping your team. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> There you go. And my last one is food related again. Uh, I want to create more controversy. Do you prefer creamy or crunchy peanut butter? Oh, this will create a lot of controversy. Get peanut butter away from me. It is the worst thing in the entire world. So no peanut butter is easy. So gross. I, the smell of it makes me dry heave. So even like a Reese's cup. Oh God. No, it's that. No, Mm -mm. Nope. This nope, took a turn that I was not expecting, but yeah, I don't know. It's funny. Like my family is British and I, it's not peanut butter. Isn't like a massive thing in England. So I was never really given it as a child. And I do, I remember the first time I had like a peanut butter cookie and I was a fat kid. And I remember it was like, people had brought, you know, how you used to before COVID you would bring like treats to school, especially in like elementary school. It was your birthday and it was this kid's birthday and you brought like peanut butter cookies. And I was like cookies. And like, I ran over and I started eating one and I was like, Oh, Oh, what is this? And yeah, never been the same since. So I was not expecting that, but what a great way to end it with it. it (laughs) Anti-peanut butter. And my second thing that I hate the most is bananas. So if anyone has like a peanut butter and a banana sandwich, it's just, it's no, no bueno for me. Before keto, like a peanut butter with some, some uh, banana slices and marshmallow fluff. (sighs) I wish, I wish I liked it because like being an athlete, like the protein and, you know, now they sell like the little packs of stuff and like, it's, that's easy. And like bananas are a super portable fruit and it's, I wish I liked it, but I just, I can't, I just, it's not for me. <laughs> hey, no judgment over here, but yeah. But oh God. Yeah. I was not expecting that, but, but, but I like the show. There you go. It's, it's the hot take. It's the hot take. <laughs> we finally got a hot take on the show. <laughs> Anti-peanut butter. <laughs> oh God, that's funny.
Awesome. Well, I appreciate your time, Julie. And thanks for sharing yeah. so much about yourself. So can you tell everyone where they can find you and, and what to look out for? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter. It is just my name at, let's see if I point to it. Oh, no, other way. There you go. There, right? No, I can't. No, um, with a reflection, it's my name. Just add Julia Papworth. Um, and then I'm on Twitter with the same uh, with the same tag as well. So that, and, um, you'll see some more articles for fancy footballers. Um, like I was telling you earlier, I did a bunch of rookie profiles this season. So that's cool. Scroll through there. All of the writers have been knocking it out of the park with some amazing content. So jump on there and take a look. And, uh, I'm sure there'll be some interesting takes come Thursday. So, yeah, yep. That's awesome. Yep. Appreciate your time. So this is Fantasy. thank you. Beyond the analyst. So like I said, please go ahead, like, subscribe, whatever platform you're on. You got podcasts. We have it on YouTube. We have tons of content coming out for football, baseball, even basketball still going on. So Sons make and sure four. you subscribe. Sons and yeah. four. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Print the shirts, right? <laughs> oh, God. Those Pelicans are real, are real pesky. They wrote the right. other day. <laughs> it'll be great when this comes out we'll we'll, we'll know who won <laughs> oh god i know oh fingers crossed we need to have a back we need a back that, yeah. that uh, well, well thank you everybody go ahead and, and tune in again and we'll see you guys for the next episode cool bye